You're listening to a Money on the Move weekly series, Flashback Fridays. We are bringing back our favorite episodes from the archives. Every Friday, I'll bring you a blast from our past. We have really passionate consumers that would share the products with their friends and family. And that's been a big part of our success is, is having advocates from our consumers that really subscribe to the, the nutrition and the flavors of our products. That was Zach Adelman. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Get ready for another inspiring and empowering episode with the founder of one of my favorite wellness brands, Zach Adelman of Navitas. Pursuing his passion and doing what he loves is how Zach Adelman has been living his entire life, from following the Grateful Dead to uprooting his life and work to Whistler so he could ski every day. So it's only natural that when a friend introduced him to the powerful Incan superfood maca and he experienced the healthy benefits of this powerful ingredient firsthand, he developed a new passion, which fueled the next chapter of his life. Zach's curiosity about ancient cultures and traditional foods led to a special collaboration with a small farmer cooperative in Peru and Navitas began. The Canadian-born and raised Peruvian-inspired Marin County resident's journey into wellness was organic. From maca and cacao to CBD and hemp and the superfoods in between, Zach Adelman and his company, Navitas, have been pioneers on the wellness scene since 2003 and continue to innovate and grow. The company offers a wide range of nourishing foods for baking, cooking, smoothie making, and ready to pop into your mouth snacking to empower a modern, nutritious lifestyle. The wellness products include single ingredients, snack foods, nutritional blends, and bars. Just this week, they are launching a line of CBD-infused, nutrient-dense, ready-to-drink wellness shots with acai, matcha, turmeric, and goji for calm, focus, restore, and bliss. They are also launching a line of ready-to-mix, non-dairy, superfood lattes, including matcha, cacao, and turmeric, which I tried, and they are amazing and delicious. On this episode, Zach and I talk about where and how Navitas began, his entrepreneurial wellness journey, what it was like pioneering and growing his business, the robust superfoods that are essential to Navitas, his wonderful family, and the workouts that fuel him for success. Navitas Organics is a premium organic superfood company offering the best quality plant-based and superfood ingredients and snacks. Most Navitas Organics products are USDA, certified organic, non-GMO, and contain health benefits that have been celebrated for generations, handled with purpose and care to preserve their vital superfood nutrients. 
I have been mixing their plant-based superfoods into my smoothies for years. I love their cacao, camu camu, which is packed with vitamin C, their hemp protein and essential superfood blends, which I use daily for protein and greens post-workout. If you're part of the Marnie on the Move Influencer Network or recently attended our live Marnie on the Move Summit, well-intentioned in January 2019, you've probably received a single-serve sample of their essential superfood blends and cacao and are well aware of these delicious products and their health benefits. I hope you enjoy today's episode. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's easy. Open the app on your phone, scroll past the episode list to ratings and reviews, click on the five stars, then scroll down and click on write a review and write a review. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram. DM us or email us at Marnie on the Move one at gmail.com. And that's the number one with any questions you may have for me or my guests. Of course, follow today's guest, Zach Adelman and Navitas Organics on social at Navitas Organics or head over to their website, NavitasOrganics.com. We want to hear from you. What are your favorite episodes and why? Who would you like to hear from? Do you have questions about our guests or the products and brands we talk about? Email me at MarnieOnTheMove1 at Gmail. Share it in your stories on Instagram or DM us. We encourage you, our listeners, to share what you love and just ask us. Okay, on to the episode. Tell me a little bit about Navitas. We started the company back in 2003, focusing on pioneering and bringing unique indigenous superfoods, primarily from Peru to begin with. And I've been on a wellness journey on and off throughout my life, but the spirit of it was kind of coming together with my wife, Megan, and we were both Grateful Dead addicts. We Uh weren't doing that part of our life together, strangely. It's, It's interesting to see the natural food industry sort of grew out of that movement. So it was kind of a natural progression as I was looking for a new venture to get into the natural food industry. I was introduced to a product called Maca, that was mm-hmm. our kind of our flagship product from an old friend. And that kind of drew me into the industry and it kind of just snowballed from there. So you're from Canada though, right? Yeah, I grew up in Toronto. I lived in British Columbia for most of the 90s or all throughout the 90s. I met my wife, Megan, in 1999 And she's from California, so she ended up moving up to Canada for a little bit. And then we got drawn down to the United States where we kind of wanted to be as a couple. And were you working in wellness then? No, I was working in a different industry of the basis of distribution and manufacturing was the same sort of principles that I could apply into the natural food world. So, And once I got introduced to the natural products industry, I just was fascinated with it and just how the industry as a whole really welcomed young entrepreneurs and startup brands. We really bootstrapped it, worked out of our house and little house in the Hollywood Hills is where the business started. Not a clear vision, but a passion for the food and a passion for the people that we started to work with. And then throughout those first, you know, five or six years of growing, my wife was training to become a nurse, but active in the business and certainly an inspiration for what we do. And 
she really embodies the lifestyle. So it was easy to sort of grasp onto that through her. And she continued on her path of being a nurse as I built the business, but then has come back to the business over the last five years and pioneered our wellness program, our corporate wellness program. Oh, that's cool. Tell me a little bit about that. So what she did is she, we built a gym on site and we have all different sorts of programs going on, yoga classes, meditation, fitness classes, pop-ups that we do at this stage of the game. And then we'll do off-site corporate events that she usually pioneers. We've done a bigger yoga event and a bigger yoga studio in around Marin where we've done it. We've done hikes, we've done kayaking, we've done roller skating. I mean, it's mainly internal stuff, so we haven't really brought it out externally, but certainly for the team. We do two off-site programs a year with the entire company. So we'll do a wellness-focused event throughout that three-day programming twice a year. But the classes are scheduled throughout the week. So we just really felt that if we're really going to be true to being a wellness company, we had to walk the walk, so to speak. So bringing it in-house was important to provide that extra level of wellness and fitness to our team at, right. at the corporate campus. So it's good for company culture. Absolutely. We're really proud of the company culture we have. We really, we work hard, play hard, as yeah. I say. That's great. So it's been a long time. What was the wellness landscape like when you started with Maka? I mean, did people even know what Maka was back then? Not so much. It had kind of come around in the 90s before we got involved with it. It's really kind of taken off over the last 10, 15 years. For us, it was the gateway into superfoods, which led us down the path of sourcing different superfoods from that primary supplier that we had out of Peru. So we quickly moved into cacao, you know, so we have nibs and powder and a full portfolio of cocoa products. And then we sourced goji berries from a local supplier or importer in the Bay Area. And that really set the company up for success. All of a sudden, we had a portfolio of products that we could brand block in the stores. And then it just kind of took off from there. And we took a lot of different chances of trying new different superfood ingredients all the way through the early through 2000s. And a lot of them are from Peru. Initially, yes. So we have our Peruvian products have been maca, our cacao products, lucuma. We did yacon. So we sourced quick camu camu is another right. one. But we've since branched out and and sourced globally different foods that you can't find here in the United States. We do some have some U.S. stuff like our wheatgrass is grown in the Northeast here. And then all our innovation is conducted here in the United States. So starting in 2009, we saw kind of a trend of a lot of companies copying us and emulating us and how we had to differentiate ourselves. So the innovation program started pretty slowly in 2009 with our power snack line. And the goal was to take a snack food that was relatable to consumers so they could have access to our portfolio of ingredients. So we would infuse the superfoods into the snacks to highlight them and that would introduce them and break down the barriers to them. We are in the world of wellness. I mean, so I know that maca is a root and I know how to include it in a smoothie or into my wellness routine, but a lot of people don't know how to include maca or cacao or a lot of these ingredients. So that's kind of a great way to introduce them to the ingredients. Yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of work over the last 15 years on educating consumers about the products and the benefits and how easy they are to incorporate into your diets and recipes. But really the convenience of a snack food or 
all the different products that we've been innovating over the last five or six years are really geared towards convenience and ready to drink or ready to consume is something that consumers demanding at this point. Yeah, I love the single serve essential blends, green protein packets. It's perfect for when I'm traveling or on the move, even here in the city. We travel with those quite a bit, especially if you're traveling to third world countries and you you know you're going to need an extra level of nutrition, then it's very convenient. So, and, and that's something with some of the products that we're introducing over the next couple of weeks. So we're introducing two new products next week, a line of ready to make latte mixes. So a, a turmeric latte, a matcha latte, and a cacao latte. And they come in single serve sachets and you just add it to eight ounces of hot water and it, you have a ready to drink latte mix. So they're vegan, so non-dairy. We basically match the ingredient with coconut oil powder, which has about two grams of healthy fats from MCT, just three grams of sugar, 40 calories. They're really delicious. We started making them as a way to showcase matcha and turmeric in a different way to consume. And we got such good feedback from the recipes that we were making all over the United States when we would demo them that we decided that they'd be a good product to just innovate. So we spent about a a year innovating the product, sourcing the coconut oil powder and putting it together. And so it's a really great product that we'll be launching at Expo West next week. And then when will it be in stores? They'll be online right away. Right. So you're doing a lot of direct-to-consumer now as well. We've just started a new direct-to-consumer program as we've seen that evolve and change over the last two, three years very fast. So that program just launched with our new website in January. So you're seeing maybe a little bit more of our presence online and social media and advertising in that manner. So all our new products will be available on our website at navitasorganics.com immediately as soon as they're in stock next week. Getting those, we've got some really good feedback on the product. They're up for a Nexty Award, one of the finalists, the three finalists in the coffee and tea category. So we're pretty excited about that. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So hopefully we'll win, but getting into the finalists is a, a big honor as well. We know that there's a lot of interest from the retailers to bring it in. And so we'll know more over the next couple of weeks, but I would expect it in store, starting to show up in store in the spring, maybe summertime. Just takes a while to get the approval process, everything coded up with the distributors and then through the supply chain versus just selling it online as soon as we have it in stock next week. Yeah. And I mean, I think most people would be familiar with your products from going to like a Whole Foods because was that one of the first stores that you were in? Definitely the first big account that we've had. We had some mom and pops early on before we got into Whole Foods, but we started working with Whole Foods back in 2005, Mm -hmm. I think it was, and really collectively with them built the superfood category that you see today. Grew out of the raw food movement. Right. Really, we focused more on superfoods as a better way to categorize them because there's some handling and processing that goes into the foods right. to make sure they're safe to eat and stable on the shelf. So we never really plumbed on to the raw food term. It wasn't something that we really totally believed in because we feel our raw foods are our fresh fruits and, and vegetables that we eat. Right. So And there's not enough sustainability to keep them like on the shelves if they're just raw. Then they have to be eaten within be a certain period of time. Correct. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about superfoods because I think a lot of people listening might already be super dialed into this, but there are some listeners that maybe they're like, what is a superfood? So for us, a superfood is a nutritious ingredient or food that has different benefits from them. So a good example would be hemp. Hemp is probably the powerhouse of all superfoods, in my opinion. Right. And we've been working with hemp for over 10 years 
mainly with the seeds and the powder. Mm-hmm. And what it has is a high level of protein, plant-based proteins as well. It's actually a complete protein, fiber, omega fatty acids. It's probably the best example, but when then you look at something like maca that's maybe a little bit more unique in how it nourishes our endocrine system with the macaenes and macamides. So there's very specific benefits from the plants to define the superfood. These plants, it takes a lot for them to survive because a lot of them are grown in extreme conditions at high altitude, like in the Andes, right? So that's kind of like where that word came from. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're very hardy plants. And one thing that is important to us when we talk about superfoods, they are plant-based foods. Yes. Kale's a superfood as well, which is obviously consumed so widely here in the United States. We really focused on foods to begin with that were unavailable here. Right. And not Uh, really in your everyday diet. Correct. And part of it is for us to support these indigenous cultures around the world. And obviously Peru is a really amazing spot for us to start with and amazing people and having a big impact on really small communities and small family farmers. Do you go to Peru often and meet with the farmers or I'm sure you have at some point. I've done many, many trips there. It's been a while as we evolved our supply chain. It wasn't as necessary to go down there, but many trips down there through the Andes and all the way into the jungle to the cocoa farms. How did you end up going from Canada to Peru? Well, it was an introduction through my friend who had been importing maca to Australia actually. That's kind of what started it all. I really took it to another level after visiting Peru and then starting to bring maca into the U.S. market. Seeing that I wasn't going to be successful with just selling maca, I started sourcing other ingredients. And Peru really has the mother load of superfood ingredients compared to most places in the world. And so just, I just want to rewind back to the hemp. This is something that is a protein, it's a plant. The hemp plant is, well, it's basically cannabis sativa, but you take different parts of the plant to make different foods or different products or the flowers that are used for hemp is the plant. It's now defined a little bit as we've seen the new farm bill come out in December that They've kind of put the plant back together and allowed us to use most of the plant. Prior to that, it was just sterilized seeds and stalks. So now we can use different parts of the plant. And obviously in some states, cannabis is now legal. Right. So we're seeing a lot of changes. We really believe in the health benefits of the hemp plant, obviously. And the other new products, which I was mentioning, is our new wellness shots that have 20 milligrams of hemp-derived CBD. They're benefit-driven shots We have a calm shot that is acai lemonade and we pair the acai and we pair chamomile and magnesium with the CBD to give a calming effect. So we're really taking a different look or a different approach to using the CBD in conjunction with some of our most popular ingredients to drive that benefit. So we also have a focus shot, which is going to give you energy. It's matcha and ginger. So we pair the matcha, some coffee berry extract with the CBD to give you an energizing effect. So we put a lot of thought into how to use this incredible hemp ingredient, which is a really natural extension for us to continue to derive different ingredients from the hemp plant, CBD being the newest and probably the hottest trend we've seen in a long time. Yeah. I mean, CBD is an incredible ingredient. It's kind of like you could have inflammation or you could be stressed out or you could, there's so many things that CBD is helpful for. It's interesting. I've been learning a lot and Thanks to my my wife, Megan, who's, she's a public health nurse. She's done some a lot of research and helped educate me on it. And we've been studying it for the last year and a half. 
But the endocannabinoid system that yes. they discovered Thank in you. the 90s is really interesting in the receptors it has and how it works in conjunction with the CBD. So there's going to be a lot of research coming out now that people are allowed to play with the plant in the way it's it should have been researched for the last 50 years. So we're pretty excited about it. You know, you mentioned inflammation. So one of the shots we do is turmeric as a restorative one. Right. So turmeric with CBD. With That's CBD great. and some electrolytes in there to help for post-workout. So we're just taking that really therapeutic approach to it and trying to pair the CBD up with functional ingredients. So it's a functional, ready-to-drink wellness shot. It's shelf-stable, can be served at room temp, can be served cold, could be added to a smoothie if you want. And it's all made here in the United States. The hemp is grown in Colorado. So we're pretty proud of these products. Colorado is amazing. I just got back from Telluride. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, But that's another thing that people have to think about with... CBD and hemp and what is the source? Where are you getting it from? Because it's not all the same. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So what we do with our CBD shots is we do third-party analytical testing on the CBD first, and then we test the shots after to make sure we've hit the 20 milligram marker. I think it's really important to source out very high quality premium CBD from trusted brands and trusted companies. There's just been an onslaught of product on the marketplace. It's really hard to navigate for the consumer. We're hopeful that people that maybe that already know our brand and trust our brand will look to us as a source and somebody that can help educate them on what to look for and how to use the product in a safe and effective manner. And that's kind of like your company DNA in general is that all your products are highly sourced and absolutely good quality. Organic is first and foremost for us. And we're pretty proud of the supply chain that we've built and the fact that we've been working with hemp for over 10 years. It's a natural extension for us. And we feel we've got as good a product on the market as you can find. That you had a company for 15 years. Most entrepreneurs will build their company to a place where they sell it to a larger consumer packaged goods company or they don't survive, they don't make it because of competition or industry. So how have you managed to evolve and grow your brand over the last 15 years in a way where you remain innovative as a company and also you're still passionate about the brand and what you do? Yeah, well, I'm really fortunate that I, I love what I do and I love the people I work with. So coming to work every day is easy. It's not really like work. It's more like play most of the time. And that's not to take away from the challenges that we have as a business and a 15-year-old business at this stage. So the innovation is something that is pretty exciting now that we've formalized it and have a bigger team focused on it that we can create products like the essential blends or these wellness shots or the latte mixes. And it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time, more time than you would expect, but it's essential to the long-term success of the company that we remain innovative and we create value-added products that are proprietary to the brand because we pioneer a new superfood ingredient. And if it takes off, then all of a sudden there's a a brand selling it on Amazon for half the price because right. they can source a lower quality product or they don't have the overhead that we have of you know, a 60 to 70 person organization. So we're looking at always looking at ways to remain innovative and creative and investing in our team and our culture. And I think that keeps us at the forefront of our success. Probably didn't even start that way. You probably... Like when you started your company, did you ever think that you would be doing this for the next 15 years and that you would have this big of a brand? 
No, I never dreamed. Were you still listening to the Grateful Dead and following them? (laughs) Uh, Well, they... Jerry had passed on, so there was different iterations of the Grateful Dead that we find ourselves seeing. I live in Marin County, the home of, of the band, so right. we see the, the band members around. My son goes to school with one of the band members' daughters, so it's kind of part of our community now. It's amazing to myself and my wife that these rock stars who were so untouchable back when we were following them around are now like we see them in the community and say hello to them. So it's just That's kind cool. Of, yeah, full circle. It is full circle. You know, living in Marin County we're in the Bay Area as a whole is just a, a blessing. We're it's really, beautiful. really fortunate to live there and the community there and the support we get, the healthy living that people subscribe yeah. to. We have just about everything at our fingertips from the ocean all the way up into the Sierra Mountains, which we, we, we love to do as well. Awesome. I mean, living in Marin County and having this beautiful terrain, are you at all athletic? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what's your sport? (laughs) My sport is skiing. That's my passion. Oh, really? Yeah. I was a ski bum in Whistler for many years and nearly like that just nearly became my life. Were you almost a ski instructor? (laughs) I did get a certification when I was in my teenage years, but when I was living in Whistler, I realized if I was going to be a ski instructor, I wouldn't really get to ski for myself. So working nighttime jobs in a ski town is much better for the ski addiction. That's my sport of choice, but I'm pretty active now. We got a Peloton in the fall. I'm kind of addicted to my Peloton at this stage of the game for activity. My kids keep me busy. They're both basketball players. How old are your kids? 10 and 15. So I started the company when my eldest was in the womb. So he's like a marker of the business and he's 15. The business is 15. He is now bigger than I am. So it's pretty amazing to sort of watch it all unfold. And I have a company that's way bigger than I ever expected before as well. So. And what about your wife? Is she athletic at all? She is probably one of the most fittest people I know. And it's like her religion at this point. She is not afraid to try any new fitness rage that goes on, but dance is her true passion. So she does a lot of different dance at this point. She goes to Cuba on dance retreats. And that's really, it's, it's more body movement that she's into. But we do a lot of yoga. We've done hot yoga. We have a couple of yoga classes a week at our campus. So we're really fortunate. So the fortunate. Navitas campus. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah. Well, we've got three buildings there in Marin County and really fortunate to have our business base there. So Megan and I, it's kind of, she's really inspired me to live a healthier lifestyle. And that's why the kind of the business really embodies our lives and even the branding when... You have great branding. Thank you. We're really proud of it. And when our friend started designing it, she was really sort of getting to know us as a couple and and brought that into the brand, sort of a modern take on... And I think the industry as a whole really needed a modern brand to drive branding forward in the natural products industry. So we were one of the pioneers of that as well. Yeah. I mean, and being a pioneer, it's not so easy. So I think it's kind of amazing that it's 15 years Yeah, and you were a pioneer. You weren't too early and you weren't too late. You were like just on time. We definitely, timing was on our side for sure. And we got really lucky that during the economic downturn in 2008, people really started to cook more and strangely became more focused on the foods they eat at the same time. So we actually grew extremely fast during that period. And then that just kind of set the stage that 
we have really passionate consumers that would share the products with their friends and family. And that's been a big part of our success is having advocates from our consumers that really subscribe to the the nutrition and the flavors of our products. And have you always been into health and wellness personally? Yes and no. I think, as I said, kind of growing up on Grateful Dead Tour, there was this whole hippie element and you'd end up in health food stores around the country, getting wheatgrass shots and what have you. So there was, you kind of played both sides with being part of that community. But it was more Megan sort of pushing me in that direction and her dedication to her health and wellness. Are you guys vegan too? We're not. She eats some fish, but she's primarily vegetarian. I'm kind of eat the full colors of the rainbow. We're really moving towards more plant-based meals. So I'm average at least one, if not two a day at this point, the reducitarian movement that's going on. I don't know about it. So, I mean, it's just, again, it's about eating more plant-based foods and incorporating that into your diet. The meat that we eat is all CSA from a local farm. Right. So finding it's all very good quality organic foods that we consume for ourselves and for our family. That's great. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many plants that could replace the protein if you wanted to go yeah. in that direction. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I start my day with our essential blend shake. So that's yeah. a plant-based meal to start the day. And then usually salads at lunch and then dinner is whatever we kind of have in store. So so what's your go-to Navitas product? Definitely the essential blends. It's a daily consumption for both myself and my wife. It's easy. You just add two scoops to a shaker cup with eight ounces of almond milk is what we use. Shake it up. And I mean, within a minute, you're ready to, you have something ready to drink that sort of sustains me through the morning. I eat our bars a lot. They, they haven't been. I was going to say, we haven't talked about the bars. Like yeah, your they, bars are really great, but I haven't seen them. It's such a tough category. The bar category. Yeah. And people are really dedicated to their bar brands. It's been a tough one for us, I'll admit. We really like the bars. They're great flavors, great ingredients, but it's been a struggle to sort of break through there. So our power snacks have been more successful and that's our date-based, you know, superfood nuggets. And we have a new flavor of that launching, which is chocolate cacao. So a little bit more decadent than what we've had in the past from a flavor profile, but still hitting all the nutritional markers that we would expect from that product. Awesome. Very, very cool. So, but I'm excited about the lattes. I'm excited about the wellness shots. That'll be a staple in our pantries and our diets, of course, as well. Do you feel like there are certain markets where your product is more well-received versus newer markets? What I mean is like, you know, being in New York and LA, it's very much normal to have a smoothie or juice or turmeric shock. Like, I don't know if it's just me and I live in a bubble of wellness, but it's very normal now to be using these ingredients. But then you go somewhere like in the middle of the country and people are like, what? Yeah, it's definitely our biggest markets are obviously New York and LA and and the big cities around the country. But we're seeing people in the middle states starting to incorporate these ingredients into their diets. And, you know, we've been working with Target for several years now. We've had some business with Walmart and Costco. So these products are becoming more and more mainstream outside of the major metropolitan areas in the United States. As people really start to focus on their nutrition, which is so important for our communities. Yeah, I agree. I think so. I just think it's interesting because like when I'm, you know, I just got back from Telluride, speaking of skiing, 
great spot. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I mean, I'm, I don't really, I, this is like my third time officially skiing. Like I'm not a skier. I grew up going to the beach and yeah. windsurfing. I don't like to not be good at a sport though. Right. Like that just is unacceptable for me. So <laughs> I took some lessons and I got out there on some of the mountains and it was just so beautiful. Really is. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to be out in nature like that in the winter. And with the equipment now, it's much easier to learn how to ski and, and be comfortable out there in the cold and the extremes. Yeah. And I felt like it was very, I was skiing and there was nothing else that I was thinking about. Whereas every other sport I do, there's always some sub track running through my head of like something I have to do later in the day. So, okay. Outside of skiing and your kids and your family and your company that all seem to fuel you for success. Do you have any pets? Yeah, we have two dogs. We have a pug mix and a French bulldog. What are their names? Coco is the pug and Nola is the French bulldog. Is that Nola from New Orleans? Yeah. So okay. my wife and I met in New Orleans through mutual friends at Jazz Fest in 1999. Is Nola 15? No, Nola is just two years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a young one. So, yeah, so we have a real passion for music, obviously, and the arts. We met in New Orleans. We got married in New Orleans. So it's kind of a home away from home from us. So, and we end up going back to Jazz Fest, you know, every few years as a sort of ongoing reunion for us. So, what are you listening to now? Well, I'll always listen to The Grateful Dead, of course. What do you play? Any instruments? I grew up playing instruments, but unfortunately I chose the clarinet as a child, or maybe it was forced on me in fourth Sorry. grade, you know, so it's not something so that you... you're not you, like in a jam band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have these dreams that as I get older, I'll start to learn how to play guitar because that, that would be an instrument of choice. But yeah, I grew up in a very musical environment in Toronto where we all started playing instruments in like third or fourth grade. And then the schools I went through, you just carried on. And then the high school that I started at was a very music-focused school and produced a lot of professional musicians. So I wish I'd chosen something a little bit different that I could play right. as an adult because I'm not going to be noodling away on a clarinet at no. home at this point. So. That's interesting. Interesting in insight if you're advising someone on an instrument. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried to get our kids to play piano and and guitar yeah. and they sort of took it up, but it's just, for me, it was in the school and everybody did it. So I think that there's that strength in numbers and that comfort level when all your friends are doing it. It didn't really matter what instrument we played. Right. It's been a struggle. And, it's and they're kind into of, basketball, so they they're probably into basketball, don't want to play Yeah, and the 15-year-old is social now, of course, is a sophomore in high school and has a ton of homework. So he's got, a, he's got limited time to focus on extracurricular activities. Yeah, that sounds like it. So what's next for you with Navitas? Well, we've got our biggest trade show of the year next week in Anaheim. The I like to call, Yeah, I like to call it the festival of our amazing industry. And it's a big celebration, a big launching pad for new products and new emerging brands. So that's that's always a big endeavor for our organization. And then after that, it's really trying to get these products on the shelves and into people's hands so they can give us the feedback that we look for from our new product launches. And then it's back to work on evolving and innovating new products and in our business and organization. 
And do you get to go on ski vacations? I do. Yeah. I was fortunate enough. Actually, last year I went and did a bucket list and skied in South America for the first time down in Argentina. I was just skiing with my 10-year-old son in Utah last week. Oh. It was amazing. I probably saw you from Telluride. Yeah. It was amazing. It was cold. Yes. Very cold. Yeah. You were Um, skiing the same time as me. It was freezing. Freezing cold, but the ski conditions were incredible. I'll probably try to get up to Tahoe again this season. They've been, they've almost have too much snow there now. So they're digging out, but that ski season will go into July probably this year. So then that, hopefully getting on a family vacation to go and relax in April during spring break. That's your spring break. That was just our winter break we just had. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very fun. And your kids ski. My kids ski. Yeah. Unfortunately, basketball and skiing don't align themselves well, you have to choose one or the other. So we don't get a ton of days skiing, but try to get them out on skis, you know, three to five days a year if possible. They can ski pretty much anything at this point, but yeah, I would, I would have preferred them to choose skiing, but I don't live their lives. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Just rewinding back to Navitas and some of these incredible superfoods. Do you have any suggestions or recipe ideas for some of these ingredients? that don't often have the easiest flavor profiles? The ingredients we usually use in smoothies. Yeah. But certainly like, you know, maca, for instance, is a challenging one uh, from a flavor side. I usually try to pair that with a banana. It really enhances the flavor and sort of takes that bitter edge off of it. Right. It's such an interesting food. And you talked about the hardiness of these plants. Like that is the hardiest plant in the world. It grows in extreme conditions and somehow is incredibly and uniquely nutritious for our our bodies. But it tastes fresh, tastes like horseradish. Right. So bitter. Yeah. And how the Peruvians and ultimately the Incans incorporated into their diets is fascinating. So, but for us in the modern world we live in, just taking the powder and putting it in a smoothie is the easiest and best way to use that product. And we've certainly found that, you know, pairing it with a banana is a good way to go. And then camu camu, I mean, that's super high in vitamin C. Yeah, incredibly high. One of the highest natural sources, if not the highest. It's got like a very citrusy type of flavor to it. I mean, it looks like a grape. Right. Grows in the jungle. It doesn't need a lot of flavor enhancement. In fact, you could just add the powder to water and mix it in. Because it's fruity. It's fruity, yeah. So that's not as difficult as one as say like turmeric. Right. That's a tough one. Yeah. You know, our wellness shots, we have matcha and turmeric are tough ingredients to work with from a flavor profile. It's hard to make those things taste good, but they're basically medicinal plants that are healthy. And I don't think any medicine that is not from a plant has ever tasted good. So we have weird expectations for these things, but... Absolutely. Yeah. So we paired the turmeric with a citrusy flavor. So it's got a citrus flavor to it. And we paired the matcha with ginger. And I'm really impressed and proud of the flavors that we achieved with those products. Yeah. They're pretty good. I'm excited to try some of the new products. Yeah. Well, we've got a whole bag full of goodies for you to leave Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, Marnie. I really appreciate you having me here today. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download. 
to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out. 